so we're doing something new, different-ish, sort of, I guess. Uh, this summer, for the next two months, um, what, one hour, uh, super summer, one hour Sunday. Summer. Which means, the effort is to get you in and out, in and out. <laughs> no, it's, I'm totally serious. Um, which, on one hand, is a little terrifying, personally, because I was just getting to the point where I was hitting like 30-ish minutes, and now we're talking like 10 or 15, so I'm just learning to talk faster. Um, but the cool part, the part about this that I'm really excited about is that um, um, because we, we, uh, the message part is going to be a little bit more kind of devotional, like kind of a devotional thought than a full-blown sermon. So, uh, and for the record, this is editorial comment, so my time has not started yet. I will tell you when my time starts, 10 minutes into the message. Um, uh, but the really cool part, the really part I'm really excited about is we are going to have some of you up here on Sunday mornings sharing the devotional thought. And uh, I'm really stoked about this because we're getting the opportunity to hear from new voices um, with new and exciting things to share. And um, like next week, we're kicking off, I think, with Diana. Diana Williams, she's going to be sharing the devotional thought next Sunday, which I'm really enthusiastic about. I'm really excited for because uh, Diana is one of the most loving, wise people I know, and I just I appreciate what she shares. And right now, she's looking at me somewhere, and she wants to smack me. But I'm, now I'm not backing down from that because she's over there, and I'm up here. Um, so I would encourage you, you know, go out, enjoy the summer, do what you're going to do, but... Uh, on Sunday morning, if you get the chance, be here, because uh, it's going to be good stuff, and uh, it's, it's always nice to hear from other people, other voices sharing what God is doing and, and thoughts he's uh, kind of prompting in their heads, so, um, so do be here to take part in that. And go! Alright, um, this morning I want to talk to you about, oddly enough, Park Party! Yeah! Uh, for those of you that didn't make it out this last week, it was phenomenal. Uh, by any metric we sort of had in mind beforehand, it was awesome. It just blew out every expectation we had of, um, of our participation, of the community's participation, and it just, it was boom. It was awesome. And, uh, but what I want you to understand is we're talking about these park parties, and you know, we're constantly we're, we're talking about them, talking about them, talking about them, or bombing your social media with it. And uh, what I want to make sure you understand is that you know this is not just a cool like, little summer thing we're doing. This is this is part of the thing. This is part of the vision and mission and purpose of Christ Community Church. This 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 effort that we're in this summer is something we've been building towards for years, and it's like the next step. Christ Community Church is taking, and really it's kind of a make or break thing, because if if this doesn't kind of come together, if, if we are not, uh, I, I'm going to say successful, by our understanding, not by the world's understanding, not by some kind of uh, pre-planned sort of marks, but just in being faithful to what God has called us to, if we are not faithful in that, um, there 
are some serious concerns we're going to have to address about Christ being in church. So, I really want you to get in on this. Um, and so many of you showed up, and it was so, so cool. If you didn't show up right after, turn to somebody sitting beside you and ask them about it, because I guarantee somebody sitting around you did. The thing about the park party, though, is, uh, you know, we're talking about we're going out, we're going to go to the party, and we are going to, we are going to minister to our community. We are going to share Jesus with them. And the second, and this, this sort of is an indicator of just kind of how off-kilter the church in, in the West has become, is we start talking about sharing Jesus with people, and the church gets all, oh, icky, I don't want to do that. Because for some reason, this good news that we have, the hope of the gospel of Jesus Christ that we have in our hearts that gives us joy and love and makes each day, if not okay, bearable. It's what gets us through the good times, uh, the, the bad times, makes the good times even better. It gives us hope each day. The idea of sharing that hope with other people just gets us. Because oh, they'll think I'm weird, or or they'll think I'm a Bible thumper, or or what if I don't do it right, or what if I can't answer their questions, or 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 um wow. I mean seriously, this is the sharing the gospel of Christ is the most important thing in your life, whether you know it or not, whether you recognize it or not, whether you admit it or not. This is something the church must be engaged in. Because when the church stops sharing the love of Christ, that's when the church dies. And we know there is coming a point at the, in the future when at least, you know, by the world's vision, the church will die. The Bible tells us the day is coming. It's going to get more and more difficult for the church, and there just comes a point where the world sort of overwhelms us, and that's when games over. But, today is not that day. So here's two things I want to leave you with, I want you to think about. One, if the idea of sharing Christ just freaks you out, I mean like literally your palms start sweating, but your mouth gets dry, lick your palms. Boom! <laughs> um, but no, seriously, if it freaks you out, you need to learn to share the gospel. Because the Bible tells us, Yeah, the Bible tells us. Now, who is there to harm you if you are zealous for what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you will be blessed. Okay, all right, all right. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled, but in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy. Always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. There will come a point when it is on you to share the gospel of Jesus. And if you are not ready at that moment, it's going to go bad. So what do you need to do? Get ready before that moment. So here's number one, point number one I want you to take away this morning. Um, we have these little tracks. See, it's a Maxi Cato 316 track. 
There's some by either door. Take one with you. These are the tracks we've got to use at the park party this summer. And this is not just something we're, we're, you know, we're randomly handing out. We just want folks to take with them and take home and throw in the garbage when they get there. This is a tool we want to put in your hand so if the moment comes, if a divinely appointed moment comes when Jesus says, this is the moment you are to share my love with somebody, boom. Here's a little tool you can use to guide somebody through that conversation. But you should know what's in here and kind of how you are going to use this before that moment. Plus, you know, it's like, it's like this. You can put it in a pocket. You can put it in a purse. And ladies, I'm sure you will be able to find it in a purse, even if a man couldn't. Right, dudes? Just come on. But seriously, you can carry it with you all the times. so should that moment come, and sometimes it won't be God going, Go forth and tell these people about Jesus. It may be somebody you have known forever who comes to you and asks the question, so this Jesus thing, what's that about? And you can go, as a matter of fact, boom, and you'll be ready to go. So I encourage you, take this, learn how you, not how to share the gospel, how you will share the gospel in your circumstances as the person you are. If you are a Christ follower, you must know how to share the gospel. And in most cases, that's just about sharing your story and your hope. But you've got to learn how to do it. You've got to be ready to do it because you never know when that moment's going to come. Be prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks. Prepare yourself. All right. So that's point number one. If you're following Christ, learn how to share Christ. Point number two. If the idea of sharing Christ is what's kind of freaking you out and kind of makes you go, I don't know about this park party thing, I don't want to go out there because you know, I don't want to have to talk about Jesus or something. I make no guarantee because God will do what God will do. But there is a relatively good chance you are not going to be required to share Jesus at the park party. Because at least at this stage in the game, you are not there to share Jesus. What? Everybody just went, I, I, I don't understand. He's telling us to share Jesus, and we're supposed to share Jesus, and this is about sharing Jesus, but now I don't have to share Jesus. As we go out to this park party, you are there to share yourself. Because long before you get to the point where some random stranger you don't know is ready to hear from you about Jesus, they want to know who they're talking to. Because they want to make sure you're not that freaky, weird Christian person they're thinking you are, and you're afraid they'll think you are. They just want to know you. They want to make sure you're normal, and you're cool, and you're nice, and they like you, and they can talk to you, and you're not going to judge them, and you're not going to be that, that stereotype that the world has about Christians. They're going to want to know, can I trust you? 
Are you a good person? Do you like me? Are you going to remember my name? Are you going to be nice to my kids? Long before you can share the love of Jesus with somebody and actually speak to them about Jesus, you have to build up some relationship credit there. You have to put some effort in. You have to put some time in. You have to earn the right to speak to them about important things. And so that may mean you show up for five weeks, six weeks, several weeks in a row, and you're just hanging out, and you're being you, and you're just sharing undercover the love of Jesus is in you just by being a loving, joyful person. And then, maybe on week number eight, there comes a little opening, a little chance to just go a little bit deeper than the surface. Or, maybe, your chance comes three months down the road, when the park parties are already over, and you're down here shopping at Fred Meyer's. And somebody who lives in that neighborhood is down here shopping at Fred Myers, and you run into somebody. See, the whole purpose of the park party is to build relationships. <clears throat> because in the best sense, Jesus is shared in a relationship. We can all picture those random sort of mass evangelism efforts, people standing on a street corner yelling at people and waving their Bible and thump, thump, thump. And we as Christians look at that and go, oh, dude, you are making it so hard to be a Christian. Because every time I want to go be a Christian, people, I say I'm a Christian, and people think of you. You're there to build relationship. You're there to let these people know, you know what, you're not a project. You're not a chore God assigned to me. You're a person, and I see you, and I understand you, and I just want to be here with you, and I want to get to know you. And I want to get to know you and maybe be friends with you, even if you never give me an opportunity to share Jesus. Or even if you don't accept that invitation, I'm here to build relationship. See, we've got the instance in the Bible. After this, he went out and he saw a tax collector, he being Jesus. He went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax booth. And he said to Levi, follow me. And leaving everything, he rose and followed him. And Levi made him a great feast in his house. And there was a large company of tax collectors and others reclining at the table with them. And the Pharisees and their scribes grumbled at his disciples saying, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? And Jesus answered them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Matthew, Levi, started following after Jesus. And he wanted his friends to know about Jesus. So he put on a big what? A party. Party, party, it's almost like it's biblical. And he got together all his friends. He said, hey, my friends who are following Jesus, come to my party, party, and meet my friends who don't know Jesus. And this tells us, it doesn't say anything about Jesus was teaching them. 
Jesus was sharing to them. Jesus was ministering to them. Jesus wasn't doing anything with fish or bread or wine or lepers or dead people. Jesus was hanging out and eating and having a good time. Because even Jesus understood before they hear the good news, they have to get to know who I am. Before anybody in this community or anybody in your life, anybody God brings into your sphere of influence can hear the good news, they have to know who you are. You have to earn the right with time and attention and love and care to be able to then speak into their lives. This is the first step. This is why you need to be at the park party. And folks, we had a great turnout this week, but it doesn't do any good if four weeks, five weeks, six weeks down the road, we're then down to three people showing up. It has to be an every week thing because relationships are built in time. And that two weeks, two hours a week, over the course of weeks, builds that relationship. And if you haven't come to the park party, consider this. People are different. Lots of different people. We're all different people. There's some people you connect with, and some people you go, that guy. You know what? If somebody here is not connecting with that guy, maybe that's your job. Come to the park party. Share the love of Jesus in what you say and what you do. And maybe at some point you can actually talk about Jesus. Just stand with me as we close in prayer. And before I go to Jesus, boom! 16 minutes. Alright. Dear Lord, we just thank you for this beautiful morning. Thank you for each and everyone who's here this morning. Um, thank you for those who may listen to the podcast later. We just pray, Father, you would come. You would walk this day with us. You would walk with us each day. And then, Father, you would begin even now to prepare us for this week's park party. That you would prepare those who are going to come and show up. That you would prepare the children and their parents and each one of us. And that, Father, you would just help us to be who you made us to be. Help us to be loving and hopeful and kind and merciful and generous and patient. And Father, we pray, should that moment come, that divine appointment you've given to us, we just pray that you would prepare us even now for that moment. You would begin to form the right thoughts and the right words in us, knowing, Father, that you can't make a mistake in sharing Jesus Christ. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. And may you go from here this day in the goodness and love of Jesus Christ. For it is his name that we pray. Amen.